happens after we sold our first house. Oh no. Stay tuned. Embarrassing, huh? Holy Spirit, do your thing. Do what you want to do. Holy Spirit, do your thing. Do what you want to do. Holy Spirit, do your thing. Alrighty, so what happened last episode? We ended up buying our first house. We moved cross country, mid country. <laughs> Pretty much mid country <laughs> to New York to Texas. I ended up, I was gonna say Margie, I'm like, Margie ended up spending ten thousand dollars on a move that we had no idea it was gonna cost that much, but that ended up getting us from zero debt to ten thousand in debt, and that started my spiral of charging things on a credit card, yes, because it was just easier. But I'm gonna just add one thing though, okay. Coming from New York City to Texas is pretty much like we migrated. It was like a whole like immigration type of culture shock of us coming from New York City, right? Born and raised in the city, hustling and bustle, fast paced to Texas. What was your culture shock? How slow it was. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right. So just like a little bit, if you guys are ever interested in moving in Texas, especially coming from a huge, loud environment, I mean, we were queens bred individuals. So I was used to like trains and cars and honking and traffic. I come to Texas and the one thing that we don't hear in New York City are crickets. And so for a couple of weeks, yeah, and a couple of weeks, right, of me living here, I couldn't sleep. Too noisy of crickets. I needed my sounds and environment i mean it was my white noise but anyways it was just it was so weird that's true because when we got married i was from long island so long island is really similar to fort worth area it's really suburb suburban you don't hear anything right. um but you do have a lot of city light posts so i do remember having a light post right outside my window so it was like i always had a big nightlight <laughs> yes and so i remember when we first bought our house one of the things that she prayed about was lord give us a house that had a light post right in front and lo and behold i find a house with a light post in front yep yeah. and but when we got married i remember our first apartment was in the basement like the basement i don't know if you've ever experienced a basement but the basement's in the ground all <laughs> <laughs> um, these little windows that yeah. just give a little bit of service life, but the bedroom, the bedroom where we had our bedroom, had no windows. It was pitch black. I was so scared. I had never slept in a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> and he was used to the queens. He actually had the subway a few blocks away, so yeah. you could hear the subway yeah. while the train. We, we, so and we he had, had the overhead one too. Yeah, so we had the overhead train, the J train. Woo, shout out J train. Uh, and then we also had the Long Island Railroad, which was pretty much like literally a block away you underground, so we could feel the shaking, and that was my white noise. I mean, I couldn't help but just understand and also feel the presence of silence, which is so disturbing to me. But, okay, so anyway, so that was okay. just a little yeah. side note here, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should move to Texas and use this as your realtors. Yes. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so we sold the first house. God miraculously provided to pay off all of our debt. Mm -hmm. We were, lettering was his first time maybe tithing, like an actual true 10%. Yes. And crazy enough, but the 10% the amount was actually within the proceeds. So to the penny, we just paid off everything. We paid off the church, not paid off the church. We mm -hmm. gave our tithings to the church and we paid off all of our debts. Zero money left. Okay. So now that we're there, 
my parents actually gifted us some money to put as a down payment because we were planning on going to an apartment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we went apartment shopping and everything. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, my mom's like, what are you doing? You have baby number three on the way already, and you have two babies. So they stepped in, thank God. Yes. yes. <laughs> and gave Words us. Of wisdom. Yep, and they helped us with our down payment. So we ended up getting a house, which he also got a new job. So you're working for like SIBA. Mm -hmm. Yep. And because he was traveling, so this job entitled him to travel a ton. So it actually paid a little bit more. So we actually could afford a little bit more. So I ended up max maximizing, no, using our max amount of budget to getting a brand new house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when you said maximizing, meaning maximizing our credit cards, maximizing... No, we didn't use credit cards for the house. Okay. Yes. Anyways, I don't remember all that. Yes. However, we got into a house. Yes. We got into a brand new house in which we thought we were going to just stay there forever. I envisioned because at that time we, we had two girls and the boy was on the way, but we didn't know it was a boy because it, it was going to be a surprise. But either way, I envisioned my two girls because it was a two-story house, right? Coming down the stairs and... and he was already matching their prom. Yeah, I was. He was, I was imagining like, their weddings. He's like, "There's a staircase you need to come down to." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And so I had envisioned all this stuff, and I was like, "Great, this beautiful house, big and spacious for us." It was um, nice. It was really nice, and um, well, you know, again, in and hindsight, it also had a city light post right in front. Of yes, and it had another city light oh, post and it had in both. front and back. It was it was front and back of the house. And so we were like, oh my goodness, this is a sign from the Lord. Like, this is a blessing where it has two light posts. I mean, oh my goodness, right? The things that we kind of do to, to justify our decisions. Um, but it was a blessing regardless, right? We were able to get in there. Uh, we were able to kind of grow our family even more. And uh, just kind of lay roots, right? And just kind of do the whole homeowner bit. So we were calm, I think, there for three years. Mm -hmm. We were there for three years. And then I started getting antsy because I was, so he worked obviously now three kids and counting because I got pregnant again. <laughs> what happened? <that? laughs> and so I was just completely bored and going out of my mind. I mean, I did the whole like preschool, baby, homeschooling, the letters and the shapes and, the, and all that stuff. But I got super antsy because I just needed to do something. And I remember I started just opening up businesses. And, okay, one quick one. Yes. <laughs> I just have to share one quick one. So in New York, I had, after we got married, I opened up, well, it just happened. But I opened up a wedding linen rental business and, a, and then it turned into people were like, hey, do you do flowers? I'm like, sure, I do flowers. Yeah. So I started doing flowers also in New York. And so we moved to Texas and I'm like, well, I'm like, why don't we just do this in Texas? Why don't I convert our garage into a big cooler and people can come and buy, pick up their flowers and I'll go and deliver their flowers. So I ended up getting commercial licenses uh, with cargo airlines, different cargo airlines, so they can ship me pallets of flowers. And I ended up calling like um, vendors, farms yeah. and vendors in Colombia and Ecuador where they all the flowers come and Holland and Thailand for the orchids. And I ended up getting them to ship me all these samples. So <laughs> I remember during one of his lunch breaks, because I'm, I'm not going to drive with all these kids and pregnant. So 
and we had a tiny, tiny little car. And he goes through his lunch break, he goes to the airport cargo, and goes to the freezer section and picks up a huge pallet of roses. Yep. And loads up our tiny little car with roses. And that weekend was a was I think a holiday, so we give the kids to grandma. Mm -hmm. And we visited about seventy different floral shops in all of DFW, yes. giving them flowers and free samples that they can call me. Exactly. So I want you guys to Google right now two thousand nine Honda Fit. That is what I use to pick up a pallet of flowers. That is our car right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still going. But can you imagine, right? It's like. That is what we use, and hey, we use it. Goodness, we use it very well. So yeah. So, say the least, I was a bit antsy because I was doing all that, and I was watching HGTV, and the Fixer Upper <laughs> was out then. Magnolia, Chip and Joanna, everyone was falling in love. I'm like, we should be doing this. I'm like, sure. they're doing it in Waco. We're just an hour away. We can do the same thing. So I ended up convincing him which i don't know how crazy who's crazier me or him yes <laughs> but he's an awesome husband so we ended up praying about it talking about it because if you know his personality he's not one to say yes or move unless he knows all the facts mm -hmm. so the fact that he had even considered it was a huge deal and i don't know how that happened that was all god however Fast forward all that talking, 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 and going back and forth, should we do this, should we not do this? We ended up doing it. And so I ended up calling different banks. We had perfect credit. It was like 800. Mm -hmm. We had done the Dave Ramsey thing. We had paid off all our debt. We didn't have any debt, but we didn't have a lot of savings either. Cause every time we would save up a thousand bucks, something would happen with the yeah, car, the kids, the kids, we needed so. something. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have too much. I ended up calling all these banks and they ended up giving us all these loans, lines of credit, lines of credit and personal loans, cards and, and I, we ended up taking um, like a wholesale real estate class in some weird shady hotel. That should have been the first sign of run. Yeah, it was yeah. at a Ramada. So hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if if you're having that and like the underlying message there, this is kind of where it all starts. Yeah. Yep, they're all going downhill. So yeah. you can cue the creepy, spooky music. Yeah. And so we ended up taking these classes. The guy in the in this fancy suit comes out and says, "Make as much money as I do by taking out using other people's money to make money." And I'm like, "Okay, well, how does that work?" He's like, "Okay, well, use your credit cards. You cash out." You know those like here's cash or like cash advances. Cash advances mm -hmm. and cash advance all your credit line, and then you buy a house, you flip it, you resell it really fast, and then you pay the credit cards back. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, that's how they do it. I found the secret sauce. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I ended up calling all the banks. We they gave us two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Without Any too many questions, proof. I just made a few calls and that's it. And all of a sudden, they sent me a DocuSign email for me to sign. He like, here's your check. Yep. I'm like, okay. And so, us with our infinite amount of wisdom, apparently, uh, we decided that we were expert investors and we started to invest in real estate. I mean. Yeah, There's, I mean, who doesn't no, walk a little more confident when you have yeah, like two hundred uh -huh. grand in your bank account? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, apparently, what didn't register it was two hundred thousand dollars of borrowed money, uh, and we actually had to pay it back too, which that really didn't hit until 
months later. That didn't hit at all. And, and so we again we're just awesome. We're we're start, starting a new adventure in our lives. I quit my job. Uh, literally, I just gave my two weeks notice. I'm doing this. I have this opportunity to uh, invest in my family, invest in a new business and adventure, and we're going to be super successful. And blah 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 blah. I mean, I had all the answers apparently at that time. Um, and so we decided to go out there. I don't know. <laughs> And so a part of uh, the strategy um, was to kind of start diving into the investor world and start knocking on some doors or doing whatever we needed to do. And Well, remember what we did? We went to downtown Fort Worth. We went to, okay, so our first property that we purchased, uh, yeah, we bought at an auction. Okay? Um, now, we, what we did originally was, we, you know, we tried to, purchase a property in auction and actually we didn't win the auction so we tried to so we ended up going to what's called kind of like one of those wholesalers and we actually bought from someone a wholesaler a discount property um, and but, they had all these papers that and looked had, so professional and it looked so legit looked everything was amazing like, everything was, this yeah they, invest they was, in this see, and here, you can sell for this right? here was a problem right they made it way too easy the, the numbers made too much sense and at that time we didn't know any difference right I mean ignorance right and so we signed the papers we gave the cash because we had the cash and there you go there was our first opportunity and so we did everything we can now mind you I have never renovated a house I had never painted a well remember our first house that I told you guys that he had bought textbooks <laughs> Yes. For when you go on like one, two, three steps on how to renovate your house yeah. or and how to fix much, it, not renovate, how to fix things in your house. Yes. I mean, and not much was like from day one of us, me buying a textbook to that day, not much knowledge was, was accumulated because everything, what do we do? All I did was paint the house, the first house that we got, and then we ended up buying a brand new house that was worry free. What meanness did I have to do to the house? Nothing. And so we're like, yeah, I can do this, right? I'm a self you know, proclaimed contractor. And anyways, so we did what we needed to do. I know, and I came in with my, I had a belly, because I was pregnant. Yes. And I came in with my designer, this kitchen, gone. This bathroom, yeah. gone. Take yeah. out all the tile, gone. What we need to probably do is like, do another like podcast of what not to do when it comes to flips. Because, yes. yeah, I mean. We have all the not The number of injuries, the number of mistakes I have is just so, 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 so many. So, anyways, and so, long story short, we get to the point we finish the property. We hire an, uh, a realtor at the time uh, that we thought knew the area. They gave us numbers that we wanted to hear versus what we should have heard, right? Again, we kind of know the business now. So, we ended up, yeah, let's do it. We're going to make this money and it's done. What happened was during that time, it was normal for a home to sit on the market for some time, okay? We weren't talking about, uh, you know, putting on the market and selling it like in two, three days, right? At that time, that was unheard of. And so we were like, okay, we have time. What did we do during that time while we were waiting? Where so were we went we? to Disney. We went to Disney. And what else we did we do? We bought a new car. We bought a new car. And a TV. A, a new, new TV, laptop. A new laptop. And then our new house had a community pool just down the block. Yeah, so, so in our free just... time. Spent every day at the pool, sure. waiting for the house to get sold. Because I'm like, this is good life. This is good I'm life. Like, the house is gonna pay off. 
pay us back for the car, the house is gonna pay us back for the trip, but we're just expense all of it. And the house is gonna pay back all this stuff, and all we have to do is just wait for the money to come back in so we can flip our next house. In the meantime, we're just lay down in the pool and enjoy the kids. Yeah. I'm like, no wonder these people look so great on TV. Yeah, yeah, and like... And then, what happened? <laughs> all right, and so... The first bill. The first bill came in. And then the second bill came in, and then the third bill came in, and the fourth bill came in. I mean, I think we had to pay like six or seven different companies, if you will, and you know, it adds up. And we did have a little money saved up just as a cushion, um, but it was all gone within the first month. It's like, oh my goodness, all this minimum due and everything else and interest, etc. Guys, they're like $8,000 worth of monthly payments. Plus our own mortgage payment, by the Plus way. Plus our mortgage payment. Plus our own food, right? Because I had not looked at the interest rate that they had. They just gave us the money. Yeah, yeah. And we were paying outrageous interest rates. And these monthly payments were, we did not think about that we actually have to pay this back yeah. every month. So you, I don't call it stupid, but we just did not think about it. So you can imagine once we actually that flash, like that light bulb, right? That hamster wheel turn. Uh, um, as you can imagine, the amount of stress that put on us and in our marriage. Because immediately collections started calling and we started calling our realtor and he would not pick up the phone. He wasn't available on the weekends. If he called him a minute after 5 p.m. on Friday, that's it. He was, it was gone till was Monday. Gone. Yep. And we just, so we fired him. We hired someone else. The same thing didn't work out, and then that's when we started getting real desperate. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Yeah, and so the second person that we hired really like laid the information that we needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Okay, the, the home was not worth what we thought it was gonna be, and so in order for us to sell it, we had to sell at a certain price and take a significant loss. And so we ended up doing that. Uh, we ended up actually selling it, um, which which is great, right? Um, we gave the money back but we were in such a hole at that point uh, we we did our best to try to recover um, that's when I decided to uh, have the amazing idea to save ourselves go back to the courthouse steps with the little money that we had left uh, from the debt that we had uh, still old right because money came in we still had this chunk of money sure but all that money was still borrowed and we were like, hey, let's just do it again, right? Bright idea. So we go to the courthouse steps, I buy a piece of property, and once that per that property was uh, seen for the first time, because you're not allowed to actually see it live in person inside, we open up the doors, I open up the doors, and lo and behold, it's a, it's a garbage pit. Guys, it was, it felt like a haunted house. I was so creeped out about the she house. I, I never went inside. I, he just told me it's a garbage pit. There's so much trash. Someone was collecting pianos in there. Yeah. How there many was, pianos? There were seven pianos. There were mattresses. There was rats. There was garbage. There was. Uh, so I'm you, like, I'll call a dumpster for you to have like dump trucks, like those big mm -hmm. pod things delivered to the house. So that's all I kept doing, which is, he's like, we need another one. Call us in another dumpster. I'm like, another dumpster? Send another dumpster. Yeah. And he cleaned it out. Yeah, and then unfortunately at that point, yeah, money ran out. I had bought the property. Uh, we didn't have enough to fix the property. And so what I had to do is, again, 
sell it at a discount below from what I purchased it, dig a, dig a, a deeper hole. And so fine, we get to that point and we're like, all right, now what do we do? Again, financial stress, marital stress, we're pointing fingers at each other, you did this, I did that, blah, 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 and it just came to the point that something had to break. And it was us. Yeah. And God was like, and we were sort of mad, not sort of, we were mad at God. Because in part, before we actually did any of this, we had asked God, I'm like, well, I remember praying before even asking him, like, God, I really need a sign. I really want to do this. I have this great idea, but I want you to do, I want you to present this to me. And I remember someone giving me a call about this fantastic wholesale webinar or a seminar that they mm -hmm. had seen and heard, and it looked like a fantastic opportunity. And they're like, this is the answer from God. And I literally had just finished praying. So it just felt like it was all right because I had just finished praying, God, please, I think this is a way or show us a way how we can get ahead in our finances because we're just, he, he's making money, we're paying the house, we have our kids, but there's not a lot of wiggle room and it's starting to feel a lot like our first house where I feel like I need to sort of turn to credit cards in order to, to enjoy some stuff because yeah. we did, we had a huge house, but we didn't have furniture. We didn't go on vacations. Um, and I mean, the kids were little. What were we going to do? But yeah, it was kids just didn't know. Kids, like, kids were not affected whatsoever. And yeah. looking back now, I can just see how ungrateful and like a discontent heart I had. Like, I wish now I would have been so much more grateful in that season. Mm hmm. Like, I, I loved the kids, we enjoyed the kids, they were little, we were all home. We did, we have done almost everything together in our lives. We've yeah. lived houses with them, we've homeschooled with them, we've done life, we all love to be together. Mm -hmm. from, the very, from the very beginning, she was homeschooling and she never stopped homeschooling during that time. And, 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 and yeah. I just wish we would have just, I would have just stayed there and not moved and just been happy. And said, yes. thank you, God, because yeah. I have four healthy children and a healthy husband and a home and a man that loves me and everything's great. And I wish I would have not moved. Yeah. However, now that we have, we've now learned a ton. We've learned a ton. Yes, definitely. I think it's We're just, doing this. <laughs> yes. And I think it's one of those uh, things like, you know, in hindsight, uh, the, the the biggest opportunity for us that we did not miss was being able to enjoy the season where we are, where we were then. And, and it is not for a lack of trying. It is not for a lack of vision. It wasn't even uh, uh, for a lack of, of doing more, right? Because we want to have more things. At the end of the day, it was just a lack of, of, of wisdom to be able to reach out to those that knew what they were doing, right? And I think that was our biggest mistake. Like we leaned too much on our own understanding and we, we just decided that like, hey, I'm going to be my own God. I'm going to be my own supplier. I'm going to be the one that does everything and anything that I can possibly do to make sure that everything goes exactly according to my plan mm -hmm. and our plan. And that was it, right? Because um, during that time, you know, we're not that we're old, but I mean, yeah, we have a little age on the two of us, right? We see a couple wrinkles here and there, a couple of years, but 
during that time, we were young, and so when you're that young, you think you have all the time in the world, and if you make any mistakes, you can make you have time to make up for it. Um, no, I mean it, it took yeah, it took ten years out of our lives to be able to say okay, we're done, like, or less, but, but yeah, like we're done with that. It's over. Now we can move on and progress the way that we were supposed. To, well, not say supposed to, but the way we intended to. I think the way that God intended. Yeah, the way that God intended. And, but yeah, like yeah, looking back right now, I wish I would have just plugged more into the church and seen. I think back then I was looking for fulfillment in things, mm-hmm. and I was watching TV and watching HGTV and just looking at all these houses full of beautiful things, and I wanted my house to have beautiful things, yeah. and. I was like, okay, well, I need to work for it. And what's the one thing or what's a way that I can do it with him and the kids? And I just saw, like, flipping houses could potentially be it. And so that's how we lost ourselves in there. And it ended up costing us a whole bunch. However, I do remember that season. That's where we learned so much also. Mm-hmm. Like to talk to God, I remember we were so desperate. Uh, the realtor at the end that we ended up hiring um, was recommended to one of the pastors from our church. Um, we even had to go to the point of asking church for groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, that our church helped us pay one month, one of our one month of mortgage payment. But in order to do so, you had to sit with the pastor and explain to him how'd you get in this mess. Yeah, yeah, and it was. <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't like an interview. It was it was just more along the lines of how can we love on you, mm-hmm. right? And also just make sure too, because I mean this is something that obviously they 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 want to understand. Like, okay, where did the situation come from? So that way they can pour wisdom into us, other than just here, here's some money, right? Um, so they guided us to this realtor that that used to go to the church, and I remember the realtor invited us to his. To his group. Yeah, to his small group. Which... And that was our first group mm-hmm. ever. And I remember the group was so intriguing because he was talking about how to hear God. And I remember that was our biggest fight. I'm like, well, I thought you heard God. And I thought you heard God. And why did we get ourselves in this mess? Because I thought you heard God. And I thought you heard God. Mm-hmm. And we were just trying to find blame. And we were, instead of finding a solution, we we're just trying to find blame the whole time. And who did this and who got us into this? And at the end, who really cares? But... Um, the point is you're in it. So how are you going to work your way out of it? Mm-hmm. And how is how are you going to turn to God for it? And at that point, I think we were both doubting, how do we hear God? Because we both feel like we had made a mistake. And now we didn't trust that voice. And it took a lot of steps and I think breaking down before God to, to know, is this really God or is this not God? And then even telling him, like, it was, I remember one of the times we had was, it's okay to, to show God that you're angry at him. Mm-hmm. And um, it's okay. God can handle our emotions. I think that was one of the biggest lessons. God can handle our frustration. God can handle our disappointments. He can handle our anger. And it made such a big difference learning that. Learning that we can, like, God, I'm so mad at you. Why'd you let Why'd you let me do this? 
why'd you let me make that decision? Couldn't you have put a barrier to make me stop doing that? Mm -hmm. Couldn't you have sent angels? Couldn't you have closed the doors? Couldn't you have done? There are so many things that you could have done to, to make, make us not do all that. Yet it happened. And now we're here and he's showing us a different lesson. And he's showing us that he is trustworthy, even in those crazy big messes. Like sometimes we think that we have to live this perfect life with no mistakes, with no mess. And that's how we're going to be a good Christian. Or at least that's how I thought. Yeah. Like in order to be a good Christian, you can't make any mistakes. Your life has to be perfect. There cannot be any hiccups or bumps in the road. And there cannot be any trouble. I used to be afraid of fighting. <laughs> I used to be, even though I did it so well. <laughs> and, and, but God showed us all these things. And we can't wait. I know time is pressing. But I'm, I can't wait to show you or just share with you how God spoke to us through that time. Because he really just showed up and completely changed yeah. our, our relationship, the way we talk, the way we pray. Mm -hmm and the way we viewed money and so much more yes so stay tuned stay tuned do you have any ending things you'd like to part our no. listeners with no i mean it's, it's just um anticipation for the next episode right? i think the best way i'm going to summarize it is how god showed up during our breaking point literally it was a breaking point and how he honestly now that we see how big he was how he protected us while we were just breaking apart in so many different areas. Um, but during his breaking, we were mended and healed. And can't wait for you guys to hear the rest of it. But yeah, there's a pretty good idea. So. Uh, farewell. Farewell. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. Please comment, subscribe. Please, please let everyone that you know. Yeah. This is such a, a huge thing for us to be able to step out and share our story. So we would love for all of you guys and everyone that you know to kind of listen to how we, with the Lord, kind of broke through this one. All right. I'll talk to you guys. See you guys soon.